0: Man, welcome to the Monsterpreneur Podcast, man. You know, we back. I, we got multiple episodes this day because it is a, a special day. If you're new to the channel, man, like, comment, subscribe. Y'all know the yo Y'all know the dilly, y'all. We in here rolling up one for Lady Gangsta Boo. I've been smoking all day for Lady Gangsta Boo. I've been smoking all week for Lady Gangsta Boo. I've been smoking all year for Lady Gangsta Boo real shit you know what i'm saying like comment subscribe i'm your boy track man man you know what i'm saying you the legends legend you know what i'm saying and i'm in here with another legend um oh, this is my if it wasn't for this nigga oh shit man nah, i swear this is what this shit for bro if it wasn't for this nigga i was at a point in my career where i ain't know what the fuck was gonna happen KP has put me with choosing about shooting some goddamn interviews at Obama's election. Yeah. And and it was supposed to bing out together, but, some, you know, circumstances wouldn't allow it until that night. And when we did, we become inseparable. And I'm here now as your little brother, proud to, to even have a nigga like you as my big brother. Yeah. This nigga right here is gonna, we're gonna talk about a lot of things today. This is the one and only pretty boy Capone. Nasty. Nardo. What it do, bro? Happy What it year. do, world? Happy New Year. I love you. Yeah. I love you too, bro. Uh, we're already in gangster Boo mode. I've been in Gangsta Boo <coughs> mode most definitely all day. Excuse me. Uh, she was laid to rest today at Brown Missionary Baptist, man. Shout out to Pastor Orr and shout out Mr. Dale. Uh, for doing what they You know doing uh, The family they put a real A real dope thing on And it was private and intimate And it was personal And it was emotional of course uh, Shout out to Drummer Boy Man pray for the family Y'all know the
1: business Man this shit don't even sound real It don't um, seem real bro It's just some so really surreal shit baby.
0: The city felt this And uh, uh, all the, mu- the music community Cause we are we, Me and Miss Lance just talked about this A few minutes ago we're really a close, tight knit family because we really had our own scene. Yeah, man. We really dealt with each other. We really um, <coughs> fought with each other. <coughs> uh, made history together.
1: And man, it's family, bro. It's real family. It's a Memphis family. Uh,
0: how you feeling, man? You know, give me, let's give me, give me your thoughts on before we get into your gangsta Boo story.
1: You know, anything you want to. Man, again, bro, it's, I'm still in utter shock. I'm, I'm, this shit hit me like a ton of bricks. It hit me from out of nowhere. and I'm, I'm to be real with you, bro, I'm, I'm still dealing with this shit. And, you know, emotions are crazy right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're going to pull it through. And one thing I know about Lola, she wanted us all to be happy. She wanted us all to, you know, go up, and she wanted us all to keep doing what we're doing. So, in in that vein, you know, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Rest in heaven, Lola. We love you, baby. And we ain't gonna stop. It's in town, love. So tell me,
0: uh, if the world doesn't know We're going we're gonna to tell them right now Fill them back in Reacquaint them Whatever was That you During the making of the, the To get the preparation For the making Of Hustle & Flow <coughs> and, and, um, We told this story So many times So I'm going to give a, uh, You know Kind of slim, you, slim want,
1: you want the Hustle & Flow store Or uh, you want the The gangsta boo Getting on the record for it That's why I'm saying
0: We're going to move through the the movie is scouting that. I mean, uh, this is this is that intricate time where you make this record and you testing it and priming it out and seeing what's good. And little Larry, right, gave you the suggestion.
1: Yeah, I was out at the time. Uh, DJ Little Larry, shout out to DJ Little Larry. What it do LL. Lil Larry um, changed my life too. At the time, man, Lil Larry was like the hardest DJ in the city. Mm-hmm. He had to city on fire. He had a Hot 107 on, on fire, bro. Um A lot of folks don't give him his props, but I gotta give him his prop right now, man. Lil Larry Trap broke, out you maggots. Broke a lot of records during that time. A lot of Memphis, a lot of local artists, man. Larry was real intricate in trying to get it get us out there, bro. And I can't say the same for a lot of the DJs on the town during that time. Cause it was quite a few DJs from other radio stations that was not Supporting local, local music. Even though they'll sit up and yell and lie and scream like that, Oh yeah. man, I was I was always there to know you were, bro. Yeah, I right. absolutely not. I ain't gotta call your name. You, you absolutely know who you not. are. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know who you are. Hey man, we want all the smoke, but not but, all uh, the smoke. But I ain't here for that You know what I'm saying I ain't here for that You know and, and, But they
0: should have And could have Got a fucking better job Of representing Our local radio exactly. Like when you go to Atlanta And you go to Detroit exactly. And you get there And then playing Detroit records Nigga And you hear Detroit niggas Now you, got, you hear the other it shit too It was
1: only one station On the town That was supporting us And they were high on So Fuck what you heard hmm I want them, so they was they was supporting us, and they wasn't walking around with their very, hands out. Very interesting. Like man, what you gonna do? How you? Get, I, mean, I understand how the game go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you dealing with local artists, bro, you know they ain't got much. All they got is a dream. They got their music, man, and they out here actually working their music. You actually seeing these cats in the club? You actually seeing they, they posters? You see you see them working? Yeah. All and I you took- will not and took- you don't feel like they're good enough or big enough or because they're, they're from memphis Can't, i'm for real man I, I this this in particular individual man decided anything from atlanta yeah was important it was more important they put, they time, put that as a priority over memphis music and i ain't hating on atlanta because i love the act you know what i'm saying area. but they'll tell you where crunk music came from it came from here you know what i'm saying and during that time crunk was really really big and we were trying to fight back. We were trying to show motherfuckers, oh wait a minute, this is where this shit came from. Yeah. And it's it was kind of fucked up. We only had one station helping us and we had another station actively, actively. Showing their ass on. Putting their foot man. on that nigga, like shit the fuck up, nigga. If you ain't got no money, you ain't just a nigga, just fuck you. You know what I'm saying, so yeah. But shout out to them, you know, God bless them. <laughs> you know? But during that time, how this shit happened, DJ Lil Larry, uh, he heard my record. The record I was pushing at the time was Let's Get It Wrong. Let's Get It Wrong. And
0: then we're going to be playing that up under the bottom. So I, he just, put the links down I had right
1: just here. finished recording it, and originally it was just me. It had three verses. Right. And it just had me on it. And Larry was like, bro, this record is crazy. Limes. He said, man, I know you're trying to break this motherfucker. He said, well, bro, I'm going to tell you, if you get... A hot feature on this motherfucker yeah. from a major artist. He said, Bro, this record's gonna take the fuck out. I'm like, Hey, I, I, I understood that motherfucker who, he, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I can't, at that time, the major label artists on the town, we only had what? A Ball and JG mm-hmm. and 3 Six Mafia. Right, that bro. was it. You know, at that time, Ball bon and G weren't as accessible. And shout out to Ball bon and G to yeah, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, saw them last night. Yeah. Uh they weren't as accessible. And Larry had a plug with Boo. She was going through her shit with uh hypnotized minds at the time for legal shit or whatever. She right. was, they was they were going through their little division of separation. And um, he put a call into her, you know what I'm saying? She said she hopped on that the record was cool, you know of course she was you know, she fluctuated. <laughs> But when she heard the record, she was like, hell yeah. She hopped on that motherfucker. Uh, we met, and man, it was like, we hit it off, bro. first time we met. And she did that shit for me, bro. She didn't ask for a dime. Uh, she did that just off of the love of the record and wanted to help out local artists, bro. And I'm always be indebted for her to that because Without her hopping on that record, that record would have never made it to the radio. It would have never did none of this shit it didn't. It would have never got on the soundtrack. None of this shit. Right. So, to Gangsta Bull, I owe her quite a bit. She was very instrumental in the success of my career at this point. Man, so, r- real baby, speech, I love you. Miss you. Him. Craig was at the funeral today, too. Hey, Craig came and shout out some
0: Craig, hey man. Killer Mike was there. You know, shout out Killer Mike. You know what I'm saying? They Yo, Craig, saying.
1: man, we tried to... And that's crazy, because we tried to get that record on the soundtrack with Boo's verse on it. Yeah. A lot of people in the country have never heard the record with Boo on it. Only a, lot, a few local people have, and people that actually went out and bought the, the album yeah. and had it on them. Yeah. But most people that hear Let's Get a Room, they hear the verse from the Hustle & Flow soundtrack. So why, is, is, why wasn't she places typical
0: paperwork. She couldn't, she was in the middle of that scenario, couldn't.
1: Well, John Singleton, rest, rest in, in heaven as well, man. Rest in peace, John Singleton. Oh, my guy. Yeah. Um, uh, John was the one who was over the music and he was selecting music and shit. And he already had a relationship with Paul and Juicy and the whole Three Market camp. He, he knew boo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, when we were mixing the record for the soundtrack, you know, because they had, they wanted to do a whole nother mix right, on it and, you know, make it for the big, big boy uh, record label, you know, had to put their little polish on it. But um, while we were doing it, I'm like, oh, I gave you the original version with, with my vocals on it. I want to give you the version with Boo on it. And he's like, we can't use that. And I'm like, why? He's like, um. Uh, certain individuals had reached out to me and told me that Boo can't be on their record if it's going on the soundtrack. They were cool with it as long as it was local, you know what I'm saying? But for some reason or another, they didn't want want it on the soundtrack, so that was blocked, you know? Paperwork, legal, whatever you want to call it, but they wouldn't let Boo on the record. And she was disappointed, as a matter of fact, I was so upset about it, I called her and said, hey, baby, come on down here to the studio and talk to these motherfuckers, because they, they telling me one thing about you being on the record. I want to hear your truth. Come down here, you know, let's, let's hey. try to make this happen. She came down, and he just he couldn't hide it no more. He had to just come out and tell her whack. <laughs> she, she, at that point, she was like, fuck it, you know. <clears throat> And she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't real fucked up about it, cause she was just happy that they picked the record up. She was like, "Man, fuck that shit, man. I'm happy for your success. I love for you, bro. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Wow, But that's that was. Incredible. It was fucked up, bro, that they didn't want her on that record. To this day, it, it really bothers me when I hear the soundtrack and don't hear her on it, because Gangsta Boo is supposed to be on. Let's get it wrong. You know what I'm saying? So do you have the boo version? Oh, yeah. That's the only one I played. Okay. So I I play that? Oh, I want to play that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the people Lola. who ain't never heard it, man, Lola. Lola killed Queen it. You know Lola. what I'm saying? She killed it. Yeah, Let's Get a Room, the uh, record
0: that you hear us referencing, if you don't know, uh it's one of the opening scenes of Hustle & Flow, when that, a couple that right. song that you hear... <laughs> is let's get a room. Let's, let's, let's. Long boy. Shout out JP,
1: man. Long boy. Hollywood JP on the production, baby. That's my dude, man. I'm going to get his ass here, too. My brother from had. another mother. What's yeah. up, Sylvia? What's up, sis? Yeah, that Hold br- that nigga down. <laughs> you did. Man, y'all. Yeah. Hold <laughs> him down. Hold
0: on down. Yeah, he look happy. That's good. Mother. I love that shit, him. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so let's take it back to click on
1: Not click on him.
0: You better recognize. Because, you know, uh, I want to talk about that because this is one of your, m- more the first of your notable records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, uh, we're going to talk about that and then we'll go back
1: to the beginning to talk about the build-up. Man, it's, it's it's funny, bro. <laughs> it's, again, how small the city is and how you cause, sometimes, man, you, 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 you you bump in people in the same orbit indirectly all the time. You know, what they call it, five degrees of separation. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like six oh, degrees or something. six degrees. Right? Yeah, six degrees. Six yeah, you're
0: six you you're attached to everyone on the planet by six people. Yeah. That's, That's incredible. It. Yeah, six degrees of separation.
1: Okay, we well, click on, click on them have been burning I've been working the shit out of this song. It's been burning up the club. Yeah. And uh, I took it to the radio at that time. The program director—it was a different program director at that time. Yeah. I'm not forgetting who the, who he was. But <laughs> the program at the at the time, uh he had a close knit relationship with a certain individual who had been hearing my record mm-hmm. in the streets and shit. And was a little unhappy with some of the stuff I was saying on the record. <laughs> right. And he had a little bit more power, <laughs> you know, with the radio station. Right, right. You know, some political shit. But the catch came to me. He's like, hey, bro, you can't, I, I want to play this record, but <laughs> man, man, can you please, please change this part of the song? Because I don't want it to be no beef because this is my guy or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like. So well, what the had you was beefing with? I wasn't beefing with nobody. Okay, but he I thought you be- beefing with me. Let's go back. Okay. Word got around town to all the local artists uh-huh. that it was a major artist from the city actively paying the radio station not to play the local artists. <laughs> you hear me? Let's, let's say, let me tell, no. again. Was tell, active, me. tell They that again. They were actively paying radio not to play local artists during this time. It sounds crazy, but, you know, when you, you think about it, if it's only two major acts in the city, all the other cities around, everybody around the country, if that's all they're hearing from Memphis, if they want some Memphis music, what are they, who are they going to call? They going to call who they know. They going to pick up their phone. They going to break bread with who they know from Memphis. Right. So if the only thing they know in Memphis is this act and this act, those are the two people that's gonna get the car, and all the other people that's gonna get the money from out of town. Yeah, if you don't open it up, yeah. right? So they were actively trying to keep motherfuckers down, cause they were making all the bread. They kept, they wanted their money to keep coming in. Yeah. So yeah. yeah I, got, I
0: got my stories of that. You know, I've heard, I've heard and witnessed, and suffered from. You know, from from those things. Uh, you know, coming up in the same, coming up right behind your ass. You know what I'm saying? The same shit was going on. And it's a uh, tough topic to tell people because they don't really understand the logistics of how the game it's actually It's the politics
1: worked. of the shit. Yeah. Is once you crazy. get popular,
0: then you gotta deal with the politics, and it's and that part is where exactly. I always lost interest. You know what I'm saying? Like I never wanted to be in the politics.
1: But that was the reason why I made Click On to begin with. I, the, in the song, I'm talking about how I was just so frustrated and tired of of the powers that be on in the city. They were just holding us down. I'm talking about well, no sure, matter sure how gonna hard it, we push, the they just did not. It was like, I, it was crazy, bro. It was like They just put a wall up and said, okay, no more. No more motherfucking Memphis acts. These the only motherfucking Memphis acts we gonna fuck with, and y'all motherfucking need to sit down. Matter of fact, Fuck all y'all. It's still too. That's dead that on it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that shit wasn't going. I wasn't. I wasn't with this shit. I'm like, fuck nobody y'all. Was. And him too. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody was. Nobody so was with this shit. I put the song out. Click on them, and it it was crazy. Um, I had been playing. I've been trying to get this record on the radio for a while. And like I said, he he wanted me to to change the lyrics up and shit. So me understanding the politics at the time, mm-hmm. I did it. Right. I went ahead and changed the lyrics up so I could get the record on. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you do this, you ain't fucking, I'm not getting fucked, folks are gonna be sweating you. Cause this record is already playing everywhere. Every club you go to, strip planned. club, they already heard the record. They already know what I'm yeah. saying. They already know who I've addressed on the record. Radio made me do it. You know what I'm saying? They already know it. So when they heard that different version, they were calling up there like, hey, uh. What's this? What's exactly? What's this? What happened <laughs> to the jump? We been bumping, you know what I'm saying, on the mixtape and shit. This ain't the Play head time. And it got to the point. Play time. But I knew that was gonna happen. I knew they were gonna call back and start putting pressure on them. Like, no, the nah, dog, nah, y'all trying to water this shit down. Nah, we want that raw shit. But God play that shit the way we been here and where that record is. Why y'all, why is it changed? Why is it different? And he couldn't answer that. He wasn't gonna answer that. You think he gonna tell them, well, you know, I got I, I asked him to the change, no, no, nah, that, that shit, you know, don't nobody <laughs> know about that. That's probably be hush-hush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, so, can't, you can't let that... But at that, yeah. at that point, the record started gaining so much momentum, they just had to say, fuck it, let it go. Let's just, whatever happened, happened.
0: Yeah. So how did you pick up after that? What was, you know, like, what was your next move?
1: Shit, when I put out uh, Click on them, shit, my next move was uh, Let's Get A Room. That was my next record. But... Because they wasn't chosen. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> to represent the city
0: with they hustle, flowing, flowing man. you me, bro. I felt you on it, and I, that when I heard that, uh, watch TV record. I'm playing that motherfucker right now up under.
1: Yeah, man, right Craig, bro, what it do, man? That record was inspired by you. That record was inspired by how they fans. That record was inspired by all the haters that was upset. They wasn't chosen. They to were not chosen to be, be on awesome this damn movie it. soundtrack. It was crazy. Everybody in the city was trying to get on this soundtrack when they got wind of it, except me. You wasn't even trying. I wasn't trying. <laughs> <It> happened by <laughs> sheer. Chance. I was not trying to get on this movie soundtrack. So,
0: but I mean, so but Seven did call you though, right? Like you, but seven, you was He was
1: up there at the club testing the rap. I was at home, and Seven called me. Okay. And
0: Shout out Seventy Great. Seven Richie.
1: I was about to go test the record because I just finished recording it like a couple of nights before, and I was ready to go see what we we're gonna do in the club. And my guy DJ Seven, he was uh, DJing at this certain strip club at the time, and um
0: divine intervention he, he just recorded it a couple of nights prior
1: and what a lot of folks don't know about seven is seven's not only a dj seven's a real entertainer he's an actor also yeah yeah and at the time he had previously done a role a small role in um cookies fortune no it was um um uh it was craig brewer's first movie uh Oh, oh man, it was the poor and the hungry. Poor the hungry. The poor and the hungry. It was a black and white, uh, low budget, but it was his first film. Yeah, Seven was an actor well, in Craig Brewer's first movie. Yeah, so him and Craig had an established relationship, and at the time, nobody knew who Craig was. Nobody knew he was shooting a movie. Yeah. but Seven did. So
0: as a white guy throwing wands in a strip club meeting, so, and talking and talking and researching the beats.
1: When yeah. he wrote Hustle and Flow, and he started getting you know, they started uh, bankrolling the movie, he got <clears throat> money to, to go out and start actually doing the production and shit. Right. He reached out to Seven because he knew Seven was a DJ, and he was reaching out to Seven because he needed music for the soundtrack, he wanted to be a Memphis. Sound and soundtrack. This movie was based in Memphis. He wanted Memphis artists on it. So him knowing Seven and knowing that he was a DJ, he figured he had relationships built with a lot of cats. Right, so, right. right. Seven was like, yeah, man, I'll do that. And as soon as he came to the club, the scout out some scenes, When he found out he was coming there to scout scenes out for the, for the movie. He called me that day. It just happened to be like I said, it was a few days after. I had, I was going to the club anyway, but I wasn't going there early. It's like early in the when day, like two, right. three o'clock in the afternoon. I ain't supposed to be here at this time. <laughs> man, I'm, actually, I'm just rolling up. I mean, just waking up and rolling up from the night before, because you know I was late night. I was, you know, yeah, I was you a know, vampire at that time. Nocturnal. I think I four, five, six o'clock in the morning. You know, but anyway, studio race, man. That's regular life for me. Studio rest. That's all that is. Yeah. So yeah. He,
0: he calls you and tells you to get your ass up there to the club.
1: He said, like, man, come down here, man. This is, uh, remember the cat I did the movie with? I had seen Poor and the Hunger. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember him, but I know what the movie you talking about. And he's like, yeah, man, with that cat, man, he down, he's shooting another movie, man. He's about a, a pimp and this, that, and the other. At the time, again, like I said, I had seen Poor and the Hunger. I'm thinking this going to be another low budget flick, you know. Might go straight to DVD. It wasn't no real big thing to me. He said he was a movie. Okay. And so I'm like, cool, whatever. Anything helps. So I came on down there and um, gave him the record. He played it. And dude was in there. Craig was already in there. And I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he was doing. But again, it's a strip club. so. It wasn't shocking to see some white guys walking around, in the back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking he in there was like I'm the red of the black girls.
0: They know the black girls. Uh, they I'm know thinking
1: he black in there tricking girls. off and shit, but, you know, he uh he came to the he DJ was. He was,
0: he was spending
1: a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> I guess, but he came to the um, DJ booth when he heard the record. And Seven was like, uh, yeah, this is my guy. And he's like, man, you need. I need to get in touch with him. He said, he's right over there. So he called me to the DJ booth, introduced us, man. Um, Craig told me, he's like, bro, I love that record. He had already heard click on him Uh. and um, he was already a fan of that record. And he was like, I'm not gonna make no promises to you, but I love to have your record on the soundtrack. I'm gonna do everything I can, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get back with you. And again, at that time, I didn't think it was gonna be a really big movie. I'm thinking low budget, I'm thinking poor and hungry black and white you know what I'm saying I'm thinking this is gonna be I don't no disrespect. I didn't think you I thought it was gonna be you know <laughs> a, a very low budget <laughs> film you know So I wasn't really excited about it and I really didn't take him seriously right man about six months later, I had totally forgotten about this shit about six months later. I get a call from Craig. He's like, man, I told you I was going to try to get you on this record. Um soundtrack. It's, it's a guy I need you to meet uh, once y'all hash it out the or whatever. on soundtrack, right? It's the, not record, it's, He soundtrack. said, not, the, the, guy, the guy that's over the soundtrack, my boss, he wants to meet you. He's in town. Come down to Arden Studios, if you can today. And, you know, I'm going to introduce y'all. Y'all can work out whatever business so you y'all need to work don't, out.
0: No, you have no clue. I
1: have okay, no clue. So you pull up at Arden. I pull up at Arden, walk in, see Craig, uh, see a couple of engineers I know and shit. Nah. Dap them up, and um, he like, man, he over here in the uh, studio, hey. So we go in there, and it's the big studio. Yeah. They had the, the what was the big-ass boy? They had the, the SSL, what is uh, it? SSL. The big mother, yeah, SSL. They head the big, the big boy. Yeah, the big dog. You know. Yeah, that's room 8, nigga. You know, so I go in there I'm like, wow, I'm just amazed. Cause I had never recorded in that motherfucker. Right, right, right. And over there in the corner, I look, I see this dude, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> that motherfucker look like John Cena. <laughs> He's on the phone. He got off the phone, and he said, Let's get a room, get high, and get naked. <laughs> Nasty motherfucking auto. <laughs> it's John fucking Singleton. It's crazy. Oh, crazy. I, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind, number one, that he had been listening to the record enough to know it. Right. And I didn't have to introduce myself. He already knew who I was. Yeah. That shit fucked me up, man. It blew my mind. Like after, like, damn, John Singleton. So at that point, uh-huh. that's when I was like... This is not finna be a low budget film. Right. <laughs> this is gonna be a real motherfucking movie. Right. right. So then, when they when they dawned on me that that's I started getting nervous. i was yeah. like, oh shit, <laughs> this shit real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, that's when I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta make sure this this shit is right. Then I'm starting to think, okay, let's get a room to write record for this motherfucker. I got, hey, it. bro, I got other songs, he, bro, he you know song what I'm saying? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But nah, that was what they wanted. And, and that's when he pulled me to the side and addressed the situation with Boo. No. But yeah, that's how that went, man. So he heard
0: the original.
1: Yeah, he heard the original. Uh, rest in peace, John Singleton, man. The, 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 yeah, the version that, he, that John Singleton and everybody got. He was the it was Blue the version. one with Gangsta Boo on it. Yeah, so, rest in
0: peace John Singleton and Lady Boo man you know what I'm saying like I, it's crazy. Th- 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 to be a part of of origin stories like that is always just like so like I know them but you know every time you describe them I still be like man damn it's like so
1: bad. oh man so I forgot man. and I'm pretty sure she won't mind me saying this boy yeah. but when I called her to come down, yeah, when he was telling me to take of her off her grade, the rig, yeah. and he told her why, man, she cussed his ass out. She was like, fuck you, John. You know you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you know this shit ain't right. Fuck them niggas and <laughs> that. <laughs> she went completely off. I thought mm-hmm. that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Cause they already knew each other. It was love, but she yeah. was she was a little pissed about this yeah. shit. Man. But, man. but yeah, that was that was wild, man. She played, she was real instrumental in this shit. Like, tell me how you made Shining Like a Diamond? Ooh, Hollywood, JP. Well, Shining Like a Diamond, I, to be honest with you, I have to give the majority of the credit for that record to JP. Yeah. Because it wasn't a record that I was looking to make. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm comfortable making those, those type of records, but it's just, at the time, it wasn't nothing I was looking for. I'm, 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 I'm still in crunk mode. I'm still trying to do some club shit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, the, yeah. At that time, there was the vibe. Trying that to stay relevant. You got to be in the club records. Yeah, you know, in you know, club records, you know, fuck what motherfucker said. Club records are fun. You know what I'm saying? I, if you want some longevity in this game, let me give some advice. Man. Yeah club records bro <laughs> club records energetic records <laughs> yeah just some
0: energy you yeah, no. know a,
1: a positive dope positive energy I mean, is
0: always cool
1: you know I, I I know you you knew cats y'all I'd rather talk about you know brr, brr, shooting up going after your ops and all this shit you know <laughs> we gonna come back to that look we, I want <laughs> we, we had a fun we, we had, had fun, fun we bro. Was we, we, was going, we were yeah. trying to have fun we were not trying to go to jail my we were not trying to die you know what I'm saying it's a whole to different I don't understand the fascination with this shit. I don't understand what, what, why y'all think that's the, the shit to me. And I, yeah. But whatever. You I, know, I just
0: wanted to look. So, <laughs> I, 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 then we gonna jump off that real quick because I want to go like me at uh, Craig, Brewer, mm-hmm. Craig Brewer is helping me at work working on a special project. So I'm, I'm in Craig's office and I'm filming. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> We're going through his CD collection. Right. He, he, he's listening to this shit currently. It's always open mm-hmm. and it's always right there. And I mean, he's flipping through them. And I got the footage. I think I showed you. We're going to put it in a special project. But mm-hmm. uh, he's got like all your albums.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember you You sent me a picture. He's you got send me a, you Text me a picture of this shit. All
0: these albums. You know what I'm saying? Can't stop balling.
1: Man, Craig, man. Get on star. Craig does not realize how many lives he touched and changed with what he did, man. That's another brother, bro. Hey, I love you, Craig. Man, you, you, you changed my life, bro. You know, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Funny yeah. thing, bro, last night, did you see his son in the club? Craig, Craig's son was in the club last night with his bro. He was in the club. Man, that dude was—he was on the floor. He was gangster walking. He, hey boy, your son, wow. Hey man, hey, we did the damn thing last night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was turned to that time yeah,
0: at the Real Garden last night, celebrating yeah, the home going against the book, man. Them, man. It, was, uh, it was all the OGs in the building, everybody seeing it, man. It's just showing this, this outpouring of love. And then the outpour of love coming towards the the Memphis music community. The it's OGs. Love, baby. You know, um, a lot of artists are tapping into the to, the to the shit that we did prior, and as they should, and as they're supposed to. You know Man, what I'm I, saying? I uh,
1: think I think Memphis has always had talented artists, and we've always had good music, you know. But right now, I think this is the first time Memphis Memphis hip hop has had the influence and the impact that it's having right now in the yeah. music. This is the first time we've been this strong. Yeah. So while well, While they shining a light on the city right now, man, I'm I'm big and all our artists right now, man. Let's put our best music out, bro. Yeah. Our most original, creative music we can make. Let's make some Memphis music. And experiment. You know what I'm talking about? And and do it in love, too. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's let's show these motherfuckers how we get down. Yeah. No. You know, keep it
0: popping and jumping, you know what I'm saying? Cause they are Memphis is uh the influence, always has been the influence, you know what I'm saying? But
1: you know, I'm like, we don't opportunities like this, like you gotta think on. about it, it started in the East Coast. Yeah, they yeah. had this shit for a long time. They had this shit in the motherfucking uh hall for a long yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then went to the West Coast yeah. and they got this shit. Yeah. And then they went to Atlanta. And Atlanta Motherfuckers, say what you will. Y'all, y'all done had y'all foot on these motherfuckers' necks for a long time. Yeah. But now... I'm glad that the floodgates are It's our time now.